Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2024. Nutrition for Competitive Athletes by Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Happy Monday and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And now, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Nutrition for Competitive Athletes by Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com Most athletes love to win. That said, many factors impact your ability to win. Some factors are out of your control, such as heat, humidity, wind, altitude, terrain, or playing surface, as well as the time of the event, amount of time between events, and perhaps even jet lag. But nutritional factors are in your control, including what, when, and how much you eat. Simply put, to perform at your best, you need to know how to eat well enough to fight fatigue and be strong to the finish. To address the issue of how to eat to perform at your best, I look to the highly respected sports nutritionist, Louise Burke, PhD, researcher at Australian Catholic University in Melbourne. Here are some key points from her journal article on nutritional approaches to counter performance constraints in high-level sports competition. This information might inspire you to consult with a registered dietitian or board-certified specialist in sports dietetics who can help you to optimize your sports diet. 1. Eating Carbohydrate is a fundamental source of energy for your muscles. It's stored in your muscles as glycogen. Glycogen depletion, like hitting the wall, is linked with fatigue. Carbohydrate is also a fundamental fuel for your brain. Carbohydrate in the blood, known as blood glucose, fuels the brain so it can focus on and respond quickly to the task at hand. To optimize athletic performance, you want to maintain adequate blood glucose levels during exercise as well as start intense exercise with fully loaded muscle glycogen stores. Blood glucose gets supplied from your liver 
as well as from the banana, toast, or another form of sugar or starch, meaning carbohydrates, you eat before or during exercise. Some athletes avoid pre and during exercise carbs, fearing it will create intestinal distress. The better path is to train your gut to tolerate foods and fluids. By experimenting during exercise sessions with a variety of carbs, could be dried pineapple or a granola bar or even diluted juice, or a variety of flavors and brands of commercial products like sports drinks, gels, chomps, and so on, you can learn which fuel settles best. Choosing a variety of carbohydrates can increase the rate they are absorbed and might reduce the risk of GI distress. Having a well-tested fueling plan can be really helpful. Training also enhances your ability to burn fat, and it can be further enhanced by adapting to a keto or high-fat, very low-carb diet. Given fat stores are essentially limitless, a keto-adapted endurance athlete theoretically should be able to perform very well without having to consume additional carbs during exercise, therefore reducing the risk of intestinal upset from drinking or eating during a race. Sounds good, but this theory doesn't always work. Research shows that keto-adapted athletes can maintain their performance of moderate-intensity exercise, but experience a performance decline during real-life high-intensity competitive endurance events. That's in part because burning fat, when compared to burning carbs, requires more oxygen and, at high intensity, such as a breakaway sprint to the finish, oxygen supply to the muscle becomes a limiting factor. 2. Brain function. Athletes need a well-fed brain to help them concentrate and make wise decisions. A well-fed brain can also help keep you motivated to exercise at a hard pace. To feed your brain, you want to embark upon exercise being well-fed with blood sugar in a normal range and not be in a fasting state, basically running on empty. Eat before you exercise. Caffeine is known to reduce the brain's perception of pain, effort, and fatigue, even in athletes who regularly consume coffee. The recommended dose is 1.5 to 3 milligrams of caffeine per pound of body weight, or about 3 to 6 milligrams of caffeine per kilogram body weight. But one size does not fit all. Experiment to find the dose that's best for your body. Athletes can consume caffeine via gels, caffeinated energy bars, pre-workout supplements, caffeine pills, and coffee, of course. The problem with coffee is the variability of the caffeine content which makes it hard to identify a specific dose. Some performance enhancers do not need to be absorbed into the body to offer beneficial effects. For example, simply rinsing the mouth with a sugar solution or a sports drink and then spitting it out stimulates reward centers in the brain, allowing you to work harder and enhance your performance before a short, intense effort, such as a power lift or a 30-second cycling sprint. Rinsing the mouth every 5 to 10 minutes with a menthol-containing solution creates a perceived cooling effect that can help to increase power or speed during prolonged exercise when you're working out in the heat. But be careful. If you feel cooler, but are actually not cooler, you might overextend yourself and end up slowing down prematurely. Anti-cramping agents, such as pickle juice, capsaicin, or spicy tastes, might be helpful for athletes who experience muscle cramps. These pungent tastes are thought to distract the nerves involved with the cramping muscle and reduce the severity of the cramp, but much more research is needed in this area. And three, fluids. You want to be sure you're optimally hydrated before you start competing. Your first morning urine 
should be light-colored, not dark and concentrated. Whether program drinking, meaning you're drinking according to a set plan, is better than drinking as desired according to your thirst, depends on your sport. For example, a marathon runner can develop a large mismatch between sweat losses and fluid intake. A 10K runner is less likely to become severely dehydrated in comparison. The suggested goal is to lose less than 2% of your body weight over the course of the event. For example, taking a 150-pound athlete, that would mean about 3 pounds of fluid loss. In lab-based research, a loss of more than 3% of body weight, so about 4.5 pounds for a 150-pound athlete, is linked to reduced performance. In real life, many athletes' motivation to win overrides the negative effects of being underhydrated. Questions do remain unanswered, though. Could dehydrated athletes have performed better if they were better hydrated? Or does carrying less weight due to dehydration offer an advantage? Stay tuned. Sports nutrition is an evolving science. You just listened to the post titled Nutrition for Competitive Athletes by Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. A few weeks ago, I was talking about the importance of hydration on this very show, especially if you're experiencing DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness or even if you had a particularly intense workout. This is because after an intense workout, the body naturally creates byproducts that can damage organs. When this happens, it's called rhabdomyolysis, or rhabdo for short. Now, luckily, the body knows that these potentially harmful byproducts shouldn't be sitting in the bloodstream for too long, so it does try to remove them through the kidneys. And we can help the body remove these byproducts by making sure we're well hydrated especially after the workout. Just as today's author Nancy said, we want to be sure that our urine is light yellow colored. It doesn't have to be clear. Clear urine means we're overhydrating. If we are well hydrated, again, a pale yellow color, this is one of the best ways to prevent the onset of rhabdomyolysis, or rhabdo for short. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you have a great start to your week, and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual, where your optimal life awaits.